chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able, for ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? For while one said, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planted anything, neither he that watered it, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planted and he that watered it are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's hub husbandry. Ye are God's building. Now, Paul corrects the division by showing them that he and Apollos were only vessels used by God to bring them to Christ. Paul brought them to Christ by the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and Apollos built them up in the word afterwards. Paul planted and Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Listen, all glory belongs to God. Then he says that we all shall receive a reward according to our labor. Then he says that we are God's building. In other words, we are the church of Jesus Christ, a building not made with the hands of men. And we are laborers together with God. We are in this thing together. All right. Look at verses 10 through 15. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another build it thereon. But let every man take heed how he build it thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is if any man's work abide which he had built thereupon he shall receive a reward if a man if any man's work shall be burned he shall suffer loss but he himself shall be saved yet so as by fire now we see clearly that every believer works for a reward but in order to receive a reward we must build on the foundation, which is Jesus Christ, with either of the first three materials, gold, silver, or precious stones. If you build with wood, hay, or stubble, in the end, the fire will burn it up, and you will receive no reward, but your soul will be saved. The believers that do what we do for God, with him at the center of it, builds gold, silver, and precious stones. But those believers who build for fame, glory, and recognition builds wood, hay, and stubble. Their works will be burned up, leaving them without a reward. Listen, we are not working to be saved. We are eternally saved, but we are working for rewards. But we must take heed how we build. Everything we do for Christ must be done with the right motives. All right, look at verses 16 and 17. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 2, Paul called them the church of God. 
in 1 Corinthians 3 and 9, he called them God's building. And here in verse 16, he calls them the temple of God. The words church, building, and temple are synonymous. Paul's theme of thought was concerning the division, envy, and strife that was in the church at Corinth. Paul gave them a strict warning concerning destroying the work of God. Strife, envy, and division can destroy a local body of believers. And if you are involved in the division and cause your assembly to dissolve, God will deal with you accordingly. The church building or temple of God is holy, and we are to esteem each other as such. Strife, envy, and division should never be present among God's people. Look at verses 18 through 23. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul or, or Apollos or Cephas, all the world, or life, or debt, or things present, or things to come, all are yours. And ye are Christ's, and Christ is God's. Now, Paul urges the man who would be wise to become a fool. This is simply a vivid way of urging him to be humble enough to learn. No one can teach a person who thinks he or she knows it all. An old proverb makes it plain. He who knows not and knows not that he knows not is a fool. Avoid him. He who knows not and knows that he knows not is a wise man. Teach him. Listen, the only way to knowledge is to confess your ignorance. No matter how much of God's word are revealed to us, we ought to always have the attitude that we have only just begun. Always remember that God's knowledge, understanding, and wisdom are infinite. We will never stop learning, even in eternity future. Then he tells us not to glory in men for all are ours. We belong to Jesus Christ.